today we have our first guest. We start. We thought we'd start twenty twenty one with a bang. So it's not just me. I mean, again, we have our friend Hawu here with us. I think we mentioned him a couple of times yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so today it's what they said, not what she said. Yeah. We have a white chromosome in the building. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Be careful, guys. <laughs> and we are staying safe because this is our socializing circle. We don't leave it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just telling you so you're smart like us and don't leave your socializing circle. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we see 10 people like, every day. It's, it's just, the same five people. Yeah, same five people. Anyway, justification of our socializing skills. So There's say no hi. Co- no new corona Introduce spread. yourself, Abu. Hi, my name's Abu. How old are you? Or like, <laughs> what do you study? I'm Fada's friend. <laughs> only, only my friend, he's Fada's yeah. friend. Fuck yeah. you and fuck you. <laughs> No. I'm kinda Emma's friend as well. Wow, kinda, okay. <laughs> I'm not hurt. They live together. <laughs> you know, Emma lives with me and <laughs> Ruben lives very close, so we are, we are very neighbors. close. Yeah. It's not true, we're not just neighbors, we're soulmates. Yeah, very, yes, I'm true. the unofficial neighbor. Ruben. I love all of them. He, he just brings my bread. <laughs> <laughs> that's the li- that's a such a cheap porn. <laughs> <laughs> so you're Hawu. Uh, you're Brazilian, like, come on, like, tell them. Oh, yeah, I, I think they will find out during the conversation. Yeah, the we all will. Anyway, so this is our first, first guest, and we are really excited about it. Like, we always wanted to have someone in the podcast because... Other than us, three of yeah, us, so we just hope maybe you're tired of us, you know? Yeah, because <laughs> the, na- the name of the podcast, okay, it's, that's what she said, but actually it's ironic way of title it's not like yeah only from female point of view so maybe about the old issues we try to bring a male perspective to the podcast as well and we will ask some questions uh, about some stuff I am the male perspective. it's like an nice. interview no yeah. it, it's not just like the male perspective we're just like trying to see what's yeah. happening under those brains of these really fucked up men like. <laughs> so I'm, I'm the male perspective and a fucked up perspective yes I mean, things are escalating fast <laughs> you're gonna be like swear that yeah. so much in this episode. I mean I mean under this podcast everyone is have everyone have really fucked up brains so you're just not uh, I'm not special yeah, you are not different than others. But yes. actually, we have a, like a pretty decent amount of male listeners. It's almost 50 50. It's not just females. No, females. males are more than the females. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I think that's because of Emin and how Because they listen to the, our friends. True. Like, they listen to the podcast. Yeah, but it's not, it's not true. So, 50% because two people are male? <laughs> no, I think we have like a pretty good amount of male listeners. So, we are here trying to. Please, everybody. Also, I think we just have no more ideas or thoughts to share. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it's not true. I still have a lot of thoughts to share, but it's nice to have a new perspective in. Thank you very much. Hopefully, y- you broke our uh, guest virginity, and hopefully, you will not be the last. We will have more guests. I'm glad to know that I'm not the only <laughs> one to come, and I hope you guys have more guests. I really like the other episodes, and I think putting more people is nice. It's my first time recording that, so I'm feeling very shy, and it's weird oh, to the that's phone. So that, that's why. That's why we're drugging you and putting alcohol in mm-hmm. you yeah. to like. Yeah. 
Yes, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. Yeah, it's hard to make comment about. I never had like female masturbation no but that's why that's why we brought you because you are like also a completely um different culture than us most of the time uh i think we give same perspective because me and ilgen are pretty similar in our cultures and then emma's has like her other (laughs) so it's nice to bring up in my teenagers when i was in high school i had like only girlfriends actually like not girlfriends, but all my friends were girls, girl. most of them. Because it's easier, easier. Like, I heard a lot of men saying like, to be friends, girls, it's easier than men. To get yeah, I think you're. Them. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of. I don't know, they're prettier, so it's easier to <laughs> talk to them, maybe. I don't know. We're also really emotional, you know, people. So maybe it's also because there was like 27 out of 30 people in my room were in my class were girls, you know, so mm. there was oh, yeah. literally three okay. boys. Is it also is it also true that um, toxic masculinity sometimes stop men from having deep friendships? Is it harder to be emotionally vulnerable oh. with another man? It's like an ego war, you know. Like, no, it's like no. is it hard? Is isn't it easier to talk I'm, about your emotions to a female than to a male? Friend? Mm. That's my question. Oh, I think I'm not a good example example of that. I. It's fine. Your yeah. your example. We don't need a good example. Yeah, we need because a I never real had example. like a lot of male friends. Most of them were females. But and when I was teenager, it was hard to talk about feelings, but it was hard for everyone. It's uh-huh, not yeah, only yeah. for males. And I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Because when I try to think about my friend groups and the friendships that I've seen in my life, you know, I, I know really close male friends, but most of the time it started at a very young age that mm-hmm. they like yeah, yeah, became yeah. friends and, and it developed. I don't, I don't think, I cannot think of any male male friendship that started in like uni or, or something, you How? know. No, I mean no. you two males. Ah, like two males. It's, it's yes. usually they just Bromances. known each other for years mm-hmm. and uh, that's why they're so and comfortable. They, they, yeah, they grow up together or yeah, they were... Uh, they were part of a team and stuff like that. It's only Oh yeah, I had a bromance with my sister's boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> we were more, actually I was closer to the her boyfriend than herself actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I spent more time with him than her. And I don't know, we played a lot of video games and we shared a lot of things. I think I didn't have problems talking about feelings. I just didn't have like girlfriends. I wasn't really thinking about that. I was more into video games and having fun and we did yeah. it a lot. We never had problems with about feelings. That's nice. I think because he was your sister's boyfriend, you already felt comfortable. You didn't need to make effort because he was right there. It's not like, uh, you know, I feel with also male friendships, maybe I, that's what I think, that male are lazy. So they're not the kind of person that will be like, oh, let's hang out today. Let's like do quality time together <laughs> like we do, you know? Or like, actually the most important point is in woman uh, relationship like um, sisters you know we try to cheer each other up mm-hmm, i think more than males mm-hmm. because they oh, yes we do have a lot of like slap on the back say like it's fine you'll be fine yeah this it's is yeah. Like, like this is not it you know i think it's harder for men to like show their vulnerability yeah. it's not even man. vulnerability but it's mm-hmm. also because we are the people teach us to deal with our shit you know it's not something that own, you yeah. can like go someone talk and the person will be like, no, don't be like that, you'll be fine. It's just like, like do, do it, deal with, you know? Go yeah, it's your, go your own problem. It, usually, yeah. like, there is a lot of 
what's the name there's a tv show it's three girls they start to rob stuff <laughs> yeah they're like mamas and they start to steal because they need money i know a movie but not a tv it's show it's a tv show uh, we can search the name later in tell <laughs> you know this podcast is yeah. famous yeah. for fucking up show yeah. names yeah. and actor names so the, the yes. bar is really low don't worry but there's a part that the guy like one of the girls the protagonists the guy cheat on her and uh-huh. she break up with him uh-huh. and she starts to cheat on him mm-hmm. and she tells him that she's cheating and the guy is devastated and he comes to a friend to talk and the guy he starts to talk and cry and the guy just slaps his back twice like okay but do you know no the bro you'll be is, fine bro yeah like yeah but what about the defense of this team you know like uh, yeah, just change yeah. the subject and stop talking about that shit mm. yeah I think and this happens a lot th- that's the cliche men just like sit in front of football game yeah, like, that's their bonding experience for us it's drinking wine and crying maybe that's why men are more emotionally unavailable because they don't really but it's not their fault talk it's, about. it's toxic masculinity it's culture it's it's a lot of things it's, men are expected to be strong yeah. and yeah. no i never try but i also have the other part that i never try to be strong in my life and i'm not really You're scared of... <laughs> no no i'm not i'm not strong at all <laughs> <laughs> No, I, and I never had problem like hugging boys and anything like that. That's ah, that's another part of toxic masculinity, the touching part or like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. sexuality part of like oh you're you're attracted to men because you hug them all the time, you know, mm-hmm. bullshit like that. But uh, I feel sitting down and having a deep conversation is more emotionally vulnerable than like touching or hugging. Or... Yeah, yeah, Anderson. Yeah. I I mean. I, I agree with you, Farah, especially, like, okay, Howl is a different example, uh, but most of the guys that I, like, my, my close friends, when I see their guy, like, friendship, the only, like, I, I don't know, it's, it's so sad to see, as far as they are not childhood friends, mm-hmm. they, they don't, don't like, I, I don't know how to say, they don't say, oh, today... I had this mental yeah, exactly. breakdown exactly. and yeah. I had this, this, this. And I think that's the point. I don't know, my friend tells me, but I don't know if he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they share with us, you know, mm-hmm. with the woman, but they don't tell to their own guy friends. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. You know what the sad thing is? Is that when Hawus with us sometimes, he's just like, we need a guy, another guy in this group. Sometimes I feel like I'm... Yeah. And, and my friend, when we're together as, as well, he says the same thing. He's like, oh, it's always you girls. Like, I need another guy in this group. And I'm like, do something about it. <laughs> you think I don't want another guy? Just do something about it. Like, what am I supposed to do? Just go to any guy in the bar and be like, hey, want to be friends? Oh, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Like, also, male friends have this problem. Like, it's hard to make male friends mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and invite. I don't know. It's weird to invite boys out <laughs> without. Water. I don't know. I I just. It's not even the problem of feeling like, oh my god, you're gay. You're calling me to go out. I don't mm-hmm. care if people think I'm gay. I'm I'm fine <laughs> <laughs> at all. But it's hard to find a guy that you feel. A mental connection, you know, yeah. like so you understand yeah. why it's hard to date for us. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I, I think like girls would be far happier if they dated only girls, you know. Like, boys would be fucked if they found but out. But you know, it's also sad. I don't know if this is a Hungarian thing. Maybe our Hungarian listeners can like ship in on this. But ever since we got here and uh, we hang out at bars and stuff back before the COVID, oh uh, the good days, <laughs> and um 
And then just guys are really interested in you. Yeah. In, <laughs> not in a dating way. They're just like, I don't know why. Maybe you have you have a Labrador like aura around like the yeah. people like are you are very approachable, I think that's why. But every time we like a guy or something, they're like texting you, like, Do you wanna hang out next week? Do you wanna come to my party next week? And I'm like, invite me, why are you inviting him? But I think it's also a copy mechanism that they have because they wanna invite the girls and I am the guy who has the girls, you know? Uh P I M P doesn't feel like they're interested in me. They don't text like yeah, for yeah. anything else. Just like, oh, we're going out. Do you want to come? Bring the bring your friends and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Some of them are doing a jerky move. Like, they don't actually want to communicate with you. They try mm. to use you as a gate. But some of them are really interested to, True. like, you know, get to know you. Or they approach directly to you as first. And it's true. And I have a lot of deep shit conversations with boys in the bars that approach me mm, when we are out. Yeah, you have are interested. deep conversations with yeah, boys Mainly, mainly when Fad is interested in someone, the guy comes to me and starts to talk about deep shit. It's very I, think, I think the guys that I like, like boys like you. Maybe. <laughs> That's our type. Yeah. <laughs> the last, last time on... What's the name? Bar let's be. We don't yeah. need to say names. Oh, no, yeah. we don't want people to know where we live. Oh, we don't yes. say names, but in the bar. Father, there was a, a guy working the bar with a huge beard, and uh, he was like, Father was talking about him for like an hour. Which and bar? Which bar? Yeah. It's a huge beard. It's not a huge beard, it's just like hipster guy. The standard. Like a huge beard hipster guy sounds like <laughs> my classroom. I'm, I'm not gonna complain, yeah? I was sitting in the sofa like for the first time alone for three or four seconds not that I have people around me all the time but I, I really like to talk so I'm stalking people in the bars like oh, let's talk. <laughs> and the guy came to talk to me and he was so shy and he was talking and showing his work mm-hmm. and the father was in the corner really pissed off <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember she was I'm like, always pissed off why, why is going to home not yeah. me I'm always pissed off even with like this guy that I dated he texted you more than me I think oh that's, no. No, no, no. no, I don't know. I just looked excited to see you more than excited to see you. <laughs> sometimes. No, no. I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe it's questionable. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I think the conclusion is that do you believe male on male friendships take more effort to build yeah, than. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be that way. That's so sad. Or maybe uh, also if you have like a common interest in like straight away, like for example, I like to play video games, right? Mm-hmm. So if I met someone and the guy says like, oh, I like to play that and we exchange like nicknames, mm-hmm. we became friends so fast as well because we are playing a lot. But other, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's kind of like I have some friends, online friends only that I met once yeah. in my life. They are really close to me and we still talk. But this kind of relationship is very... Hard to maintain. Yeah, and it feels very tenue. It's mm-hmm. not superficial, but you know when I have a, like a very thin line, uh-huh. mm-hmm. that's like my thing, my connection with this guy is just this game, you know. And if yeah. I stop to play, or you don't think for a week or two, uh-huh. we will just cut connections, mm-hmm. relations, and we will never talk about mm-hmm. it anymore. Oh, that's sad. Or do you talk uh, another subject with him rather than? Just game. Only game or no other. Ah, yeah, sometimes games. depends on the game you're playing on the kind, but it usually starts to talk about other stuff. It 
if you spend some time with people, you cannot only talk about like I don't know. Yeah, I think no, common I common finding common interest with the male. Like yes. if you're trying to make a male friendship, it's really important. I think for girls too, right? Like for everyone. Yeah. Like, having any connection with any person needs that. But you know what I also was thinking about is I was having deep thoughts when you were talking. I was I started thinking about how even when males call their friends like we we say friend, my girlfriend, my my best friend, and that, and then males are like the homies. The bros, <laughs> you know, they, they yeah. try to make it as emotionless as possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I call them my bros. <laughs> yeah, I need to go in out with the bros. <laughs> my boyfriends, yeah, I don't. It's they I, don't I say my English, boyfriends or my friends. Yeah. It's like the bros. I think the fact the that homies. English don't have a gender on each word make it worse. Cause boyfriend sounds like you have a boyfriend, and <laughs> like I'm going to my boyfriend. And it's. Same thing when I say, like, oh, I had only girlfriends in high school, you know? Feels like, yeah, had, yeah. oh, I had so many girlfriends. No, it's just like girls and their yeah. females. Yeah. It's sad. It's so I think sad. it's the it's English language to blame, you know? It yeah. didn't have, like, a separate name for friend or girlfriend or yeah. boyfriend. At least in Portuguese, we say, like, without any problem, I'm going to my male friends. Yeah, house, yeah, like, exactly. All we're because it's just we have, whole... like, for male, uh, female friend, then it's, like, different name for it. If it's a girlfriend, then it's also a different name. Yeah, I think it's international and French as well. I don't know, I cannot think any language right now. <laughs> it's French, it's because it's the Latin language. So in French, it sounds the same because it's ami, ami, and. Ami, ami? The, ami. the only difference is when it's a girl, you add the, like an e in the mm. end, and it's silent, so it doesn't, doesn't okay. change anything. It's a silent tether. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a little bit break. <laughs> And now uh, we wanted to talk about uh, the age, like we said in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, like uh, the age, uh, how 30s become new 20s. Mm-hmm. And I believe, personally, the society, the expectations of the society is changed. It's not dissimilar like our parents' mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have a stable career anymore after people like, should not <laughs> stay yeah like it's, at 20s yeah. you know at 30s so, yeah <laughs> even, even in 30s and it's totally normal i don't know and so many people doesn't wanna get married in yeah. early age anymore. anymore monogamy is so less century yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah what is your idea about it opinion about, about monogamy or about economy you know actually you're pretty you're a pretty brave person you know what yeah. i really admire you for this because you came here and you applied for the scholarship and you started over at a pretty late age compared like to the rest of us which is something that i know tunisian men for example most of them wouldn't do because it sets them back a bit, yeah. you know. But uh, I, I don't know why it's like, it's not more it's common. It's not a big deal. Like, yeah, it's not if, a big if you deal wanna, like If I you want to do something. Change careers at 27, yeah. nobody yeah, it's says not like, like you're like, going to die, you know, after. Or maybe you will, like you never know. That's why. If you're really going to die, then do what you want to do instead of thinking think, of what other people going to think about you. I think people yeah. get scared about changing careers when they kind of have one already, you know, like they are there for like working from the same company for the last five years and they think like I don't know if I work ten more years here I will maybe like get promoted or not promoted Mm. but when you end working I don't know the name 
Or I think it's also like part it's of tired. Like maybe you get like, tired, yeah. I, I will not change my career because I I don't know if how much I get right now is enough to pay my bills, so I don't need to change my work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I decided to come to Hungary, I was unhappy with my university in Brazil, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a professor. Uh, teacher mm-hmm. you would have been the coolest teacher though <laughs> i'm so bad i tried all the girls who have crush on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, i actually tried before like uh, in the second in the third semester of the uni i started to give like private classes and communitary classes uh-huh. no my god <laughs> how, long, how long did you teach you hate I kids though. for six months. Six oh yeah, months. but I worked in Nakumon for like two years. Yeah, but you hate kids. I think it's nice that you change career. I don't see you with kids. Oh no! So them. for the kids, it's kind of easy to deal with them. Mainly in Kumon that you just need to correct the exercise and give yeah. it back. And kids are not like, in overall, students are pretty much the same. You know, they don't want to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when you are uh, teaching to more scholars people like I was teaching to pre-university students mm-hmm. in Brazil well I don't know where you're where the listeners are from and all over the yeah. world mostly America all continent and how it works in the university there but in Brazil you need to make an exam before getting the uni and this exam is extremely hard mm-hmm. mainly for poor people that didn't have a good education uh-huh. and when you teach kids it's easy you know you're teaching like I was teaching basic maths I was teaching like first some uh, algebra. Yeah, algebra, addition. <laughs> exactly like that. Because this those were actually their problems. You know, they cannot do first degree equation and second degree equation because they don't know how to divide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they cannot do that shit oh, when they okay. don't know how to divide. Uh-huh, exactly. And when you get to like pre-university students and you start to teach them any shit, like same yeah. things, you know, first degree equations, second degree equations, you have such a short small amount of time to teach them everything they need to know to mm-hmm. be able to be approved in a uni. Mm-hmm. And when you start to teach, you realize that they don't know how to multiply and how to divide. Even and it's though frustrating for you too. Not for me, but mm-hmm. f- for them, because they cannot progress. You know, mathematics is like step by step. And yeah, when you, you skip step, one, you cannot, yeah. it's very hard to catch up and they give up with your class or your class get very boring. And also, it's a responsibility. I think in my case, if I was responsible of helping someone, I would be too involved. I'm the kind of no, person that gets yeah, too involved. Yeah, yeah. You are not a person that you, yeah. should, you cannot do that. I will be a good uni teacher because uni teachers are pretty laid back. They don't yeah. get so yeah. involved with their students. Mm-hmm. But in high school and middle school, even my sister, when I help her with homework and she gets a bad grade in the exam, I'm like, you stupid bitch! <laughs> I, today I explain, I get too involved, you know? And it's not good. I'm like, yeah. care about their future more than them. It's <laughs> <laughs> And we actually get so lost in the subject talking about the students. So I think the problem is when I decided to change career, everything in my life was pointing for that. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, my yeah. girlfriend wants to change the, the city she was living. I want to change my uni. And we decided like, okay, we can change. Like we don't have anything that... Mm-hmm. That's stopping us. Yes. Mm-hmm. We don't have a house here. We mm-hmm. just have a yeah. rental and the rental will be over anyway. Mm-hmm. So we can so change. You, you had the conditions to yeah. start over. Yes. Yeah. And I had like a lot of support from my family, from her family as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. And um, I also have the problem that not the problem, but I never saw after twenties everything feels the same for me. So when I was mm-hmm. 24, 20, I don't know when how old I was. I think twenty seven or twenty six. Yeah, when I applied, I was feeling like the same shit I was when I was twenty one. So because for example, for example, my cousin, he's a year older than me. We both came, I came to Hungary, he came to Romania the mm-hmm. same year. And he already did like 
three years of uni back home, private uni, which was expensive, and he was like about to graduate, but he said to his mom, I don't like this career, and it's not gonna take me anywhere, I know you can get me, I know I can get a job here, but I don't wanna be here, I wanna experience stuff, and mm-hmm. now my 20s are almost over, blah, 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 and everybody in the family was freaking out, trying to convince him otherwise, because the money we wasted on your education, and and uh, you need to get a job to be able to afford getting married and all that. They were telling him all these things, but he was pretty like convinced with his decision that he wanted to leave. He wasn't happy in, in Tunisia anymore. And uh, and it was completely different because, okay, they were supportive because he was like very um, like convinced Decided. with this his decision. Mm-hmm. But everybody on his back were like, no, I can't believe he started over. What the fuck? Who starts over at 24? He was 20, 23, actually. Like, it's not such a big deal, but it was a big deal for them. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, like, it's understandable because, you know, as I said in the beginning, the parents or the other people in society, some people, they look in from the traditional perspective where mm-hmm. you get married after, country, yeah, after like you graduate to be a man, and to be able family. to provide for yeah. family yes we don't have that at all yeah, yeah and you get married and you need to have a child at least you are before like uh, uh, till you before like uh, 30 yeah and blah blah blah, like, blah who cares if you do a job you don't like like every everybody does a job they don't like and i think our idea our dreams are different than our parents because mm-hmm. it's not just about getting a job we want to actually like what mm-hmm. we're doing yeah. we want to enjoy it and that wasn't a thing for our for our parents generation i think it's just like that's why they just yes. want the safest choices that we yeah. can make yeah. a lot of money and at the same time their education was enough to get like good salary job kind of yeah. good salary yeah. job true. my dad didn't go to uni and he got yeah. a job it wasn't a big deal going to now uni. when you have phd when you have master it's hard to get a job yeah exactly and actually like when you're in their period i don't know feels like buying a house and these kind of things were far easier you know like with the minimum yeah. with the minimum wage right now you can't like in brazil if you have like, everywhere the minimum wage, it's not just brazil even europe everywhere the rental for your house is more expensive than your rent. Yeah. Like the minimum wage is one thousand reais, and a rent in São Paulo, for example, in a cheap place is one point five thousand. You know, like you cannot. Yeah, to think at at thirty, like at thirty, when I think of okay, my when I think of my mom at thirty, she had me a kid, about to have my sister as well. She was married. They had they had a mortgage to buy an mm-hmm. apartment and and they were working like normal jobs and everything. It was so doable. They had a house at at thirty, you know. And when I at thirty, I don't think I will ever be. It's not just emotionally ready, economically ready for that. Like impossible job, marriage, and a kid, be able to afford it. Even if you and your husband are working or partner are working, it's impossible for us. And they could do just one of them working, you know, like the yeah. male works like. Or the female, I don't know, but usually the traditional is the male will be working and the female will just take care of the house and. Yeah, yeah, my aunt, my aunt. For That's impossible. Right it's now. impossible now. Two people working like, and it's impossible to be. My mom and my dad used to work when they had all this stuff, but they could manage to buy a house and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even though life happens and a lot of shit happening, <laughs> I survive it without money, but. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just impossible for us with the how the way I think capitalism, capitalism is not in its peak anymore we reached the point of 
And you know yeah, better than me. It's just about taking this. from the people. It's not working for people anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Emma? Do you feel like you can change your career? Yeah, I mean, I am open for that. Actually, if the opportunity comes, and then that kind of thing, you know, that lamp mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. comes in, and I was like, I don't like this. I want to do something different. Mm-hmm. If that comes in, I will definitely go for it. I think like I don't want to lay back mm-hmm. and then think of regret over something that I don't want to do exactly like the our parent generation they didn't think about actually what yeah what Mm -hmm. they want or what what are they gonna be regretful I think they just thought about other people like their parents their children like what we have to sacrifice ourselves for those people and for us is we're more like um thinking of ourselves you know more selfish a little maybe but it, it is what it is. Like, we have to be like this to survive now. And it's not even as... I, I don't see as as selfish, you know? You just don't want to do that shit. And if I'm getting 1,000 reais to work in the shopping and getting 1,000 to work as a prof- uh, a teacher, mm-hmm. I can choose what I'm doing, you yeah. know? My salary will be shitty anyway. Mm-hmm. So you at least can be... And remember, we since we all watched the soul from Disney new movie, and yeah, we yeah. saw we had the spark, the thing. And then that movie had a lot of deep meaning in it like spark and mm-hmm. spark is not the purpose of your life yeah mm-hmm. and you have to find your purpose of your life and then you can chase your per- like your spark yeah obviously oh, yeah, like people can. are evolving it's like like i i am not the same person when i was in 20 yes. uh, 20 years old and now i'm 25 and i think about and want some stuff differently mm-hmm. and uh, i I think last week I talked with you, Farah, about this. Um, once we were having a deep conversation with my mother, and I asked her like, "What uh, do you do? You miss sometimes the mm-hmm. days that you were like yeah. independent, mm-hmm. and you only thought about yourself, not mm-hmm. me or my father and yeah, blah blah yeah. blah blah whole house." And uh, she she told me like. Oh, I never had that kind of life in my life. Even when I was younger, I had so many responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was counting the bill for the house. I was helping to my father in the job. Yeah. Like, it was not like I was cooking my own meal even when I was 13. So, you you are privileged somehow. Like, mm-hmm. now you, you don't It is, it is actually. We're thinking about mm-hmm. ourselves. What we want is a privilege, you know? I think our it's dad and moms didn't have the kind of privilege to think about what they want. I think the fact that, you know, even if you want to do that, it's not very doable <laughs> economically. You're just like, oh, fuck it then. I'm just going to do what I want. <laughs> but when I think about it, my mom, when she wants to poke fun at my father, she always says like... Oh, I wish we did. We waited uh, two more years. Uh, I wish I waited two more years before I married you, so that I could have two years of just working for my own, like mm-hmm. having my money, f- my money for my own. Mm-hmm. Because she started working and she got married, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, actually, maybe I should have like spent two years on my own doing my own stuff. So, so I think she thinks about it, but I also think she, in her brain, she didn't think of the option of like. Oh, solitary life would be nice. She was just thinking, oh, it's time to get married. It is the time period where everybody gets married. It's the age, so I'm going to do it like everybody else does. She only thought about it now because she has two kids who keep ruining her life. (laughs) Oh, maybe I should have waited. (laughs) I don't think so. I think now she has, like, now that you're not living there, she has more time reflecting about, like, how things would be without kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because your sister is also, like, grown up. 
a kid now and she has more free time and she realized like oh I could have this free time when I was younger. Yeah, exactly. And I would have more energy, I don't know, to go travel somewhere. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So and I think she thinks about it. reason why we, we think like this is maybe because the era that we're in, you know, the internet era. Because mm -hmm. we see more opportunities. Mm -hmm. We can seek, we can look for, search for yeah, it. Exactly. Any opportunity that is there. Or you can just start YouTube and make videos and then you can be a billionaire, you know? Yeah, I, I'm like... <laughs> billionaire, yeah. Not make billionaire, but a billionaire, make you know? Make videos and make billions. <laughs> Leave your keys. Or like make a podcast and make million, you know? We were making zero so dollars. Our, Don't our, worry, guys. Our parents, <laughs> our parents didn't have this option, so they only had to find the, the yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was mapped, it was mapped out. You go to uni or you just find a job, you get married, you have kids. That was the only way to live. Yeah. I mean, when I was talking about the privilege, I didn't talk about like economical privilege. I talked about these kind of opportunities yeah. Yeah, that you exactly. can reach easier than yeah. before. Mm -hmm. True. Like scholarship, like going abroad or like getting visa or mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. They were not the options at True. that time and in my country, obviously. Opportunities and the opportunities show up in a really weird way and mm -hmm. it for sure shows up more now. It's so fun. And what Emma was saying about the soul thing, there is an anime that I really like mm -hmm. that talks about a lot like conquering your fate, you know? It's mm -hmm. not something that you are guided to, you need to do, to des not to deserve, but you need to conquer that somehow. It's not about your Also, I think if it... failure is less of a taboo nowadays than it was back yeah. then. For sure, like, like then it was like, oh no, you're like no, you don't oh, you fail. Oh, you fail like, in the exam? What the fuck? Yeah, and now it's like, like even if you fail an exam, okay, fine, go get a job, you know, and mm -hmm. just like. But now it's like, oh, I did three years of uni, did not like that shit. I want another like uh, diploma. I don't like this type of work. I want to try something else, and, and most people start over, do other things, and but back then, I think you just were content with whatever you had. It doesn't matter. But it's also because, uh, again, the when you have children early in early age, making that tra <laughs> transformation is really hard. You know, yeah, yeah, you mm -hmm. cannot just okay. Some people obviously have that uh, opportunity to change it because they have economically supported by other people like their family and yeah. stuff. But if you are working on your own and like your pa partner and you have children, it's hard to like just switch your career or your university, what, whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, they haven't and introduced uh, condoms back then. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not true. My, my parents like participated in really? family planning. Like they, they had cautious decisions mm. about both of their kids. They had them but the time they want them like they oh, were no, very planned. I was unplanned I was super planned my sister was super planned as well like my parents were it's, it wasn't about kids for them what I wondered about was when I asked my mom like you never thought like I don't because she complains about her job most of my life and so I told I always asked her like you never thought like okay if I don't like it I should just find another job or yeah. something else you have a uni education you know you could have found other mm. things but she was like no I had a good job with good like privilege health mm. insurance and and everything and they paid me well why why would I do that because the risk is more the risk because is you don't more. like it you yeah. know but to them it's that's not the priority. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, since we talked about like 30s and new 20s, 
If I knew, if I didn't have so much passions and I didn't have so many dreams for myself as like mm -hmm. a, a, my own person mm -hmm. and stuff I wanted to do for my own self, I, if I wasn't so into my education and yeah. stuff like that, I would have dropped this shit 10 years ago and got <laughs> married. I don't give a shit, you know? <laughs> in, in Brazil, we have a tale that tells about like a woman that's like 35 years old, have a kid and mm -hmm. she's like single mom and mm -hmm. in the day she works and at night she goes to the university and she's changing her life and no fucking way this happens, you know, like... We have I have friends kind of... who did that. Yeah, I know, but this is like so much energy and you need so much support from people because they you speak need support, like... Oh, but what you do with the kid, you know? And sometimes you don't have some parents yeah, that yeah, can yeah. take care of the kids. It's true, it's and true. And you cannot do that. Like, I remember you cannot change your life at all. Before coming here, I did uh, one week of uni... Three days of uni in the university that I picked back home. Because I... And, and I went there for two days. And I remember this girl in my classroom. I don't even remember her name. We talked for ten minutes. But I remember she was saying how she needs to go home quickly after class. Because uh, her child is with her mother-in-law. Mm. And she was saying about how she's like 25 and she applied for uni did the exam and everything and how she was married and she had this kid and she, that was two years old and she needed to go home because her mother-in-law was watching him and she was talking about how supportive her mother-in-law and her husband were and that's why she's here like to finish her engineering degree and i was like wow that's great that's so nice but all my brain kept thinking like barely take the bus like <laughs> I, I took a bus today and I'm emotionally exhausted how can she like do that like, I was like she go home Whoa. and she's studying the she has a kid you know who needs her when she goes home and, and I just I just needed to go home and take a nap and I was tired already shout out to all the single moms though she's not single yet she's not but no she has a husband and a family in law but all those all those women that are really strong they're really strong I, I do have really deep respect kids. for those yeah with the kids you know I always have My mom was a single mom as well, and even though she had the, her mental breakdowns, she needed to be very strong. Like, mm -hmm. It's very hard because when you're a male, mm -hmm. the constitution do everything <laughs> to the kid be with the parents. You know, like the constitution is very phallocentric in my country, at least, and probably in the entire world. Mm -hmm. So the kids stay with the mom. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. even though my mom wanted everything else, It's a lot of work, a lot of responsibility, and it's very hard to her. If you don't have the help, again, yes. like my mom wouldn't be able to work if my grandparents didn't watch me as a kid. Okay, I spent a lot of time in daycare, but it's fine. I enjoyed it. I really don't blame my mom for that. Now I respect her so much because she always talks about feeling guilty about leaving me and my sister oh. with our grandparents or at daycare when we were young. But I'm also like, yeah, woman, go get it. You want a job, like. Why should you be stay-at-home mom, you know? Yeah, exactly. My mom was the same. And, like, uh, actually, they didn't have family support that much. Mm -hmm. And uh, I grew up literally in kindergartens. And yeah. I'm totally fine, you know? I'm completely so fine. Yeah, if, 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 if any single mom listens that, don't worry. Your yeah, kid will be fine. Actually, they will respect <laughs> you more. 
more for like yeah it's and it's, it's not about the amount of hours you spent with them it's the quality of exactly. the hours exactly like, because okay I spent whole day in daycare but when I got home she she made homework with me she helped me with my stuff you know she asked me about everything I did in the day we spent like quality time it's not like she ignored mm-hmm. me you know mm-hmm. and I think it's not even like spending time like oh I will help her with the tasks you know like even just being a friend yeah. parents yeah. don't sometimes yeah. don't understand talk, that you know? yeah. sometimes you you need to be your, your kid's friend you don't need to boss it then around you just need to listen whatever they have to say and tell yeah. them like oh that's a very shit idea and life keeps going you know it's yeah. not something that you need to change him immediately just say like because oh, that's some bad. stay at home moms just like put the kid in front of the TV or stuff like yeah, that you know and then there's no point mm-hmm. it's not even like mentally stimulating them mm-hmm. being in daycare is probably better for them because they're with other kids you know mm-hmm. yeah exactly who, who like stimulate see, them. seeing an independent strong mom is, is better a good than, example yeah yeah it's better than Having mom an unhappy mom. Unhappy mom, yeah. If your son is a male, my mom was a single independent woman and I'm fine somehow. (laughs) (laughs) So if you have a boy, I'm sure you'll be fine. My girlfriend is a female and she had the same and she's fine. Oh, about the girlfriend, we should, I think yeah. it's a nice topic to end the mm-hmm. transition. transition with because uh, like you are in an open, open relationship, relationship and I think a part of why uh, our 20s and 30s are more flexible than our parents' generation because we are more open to new types of relationships. It's not just the monogamous mm-hmm. household with the father who's the head of the house and blah, 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 all of that bullshit. It's not like that anymore. People are in open relationships. People are in gay marriages. People, it's like it. It's so diverse, and it's it's I just mean, it's, it's literally whatever for yeah. Everyone. People are actually living the way they want to live now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't get married before they know each other really well. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. No, well, some people yeah. still do actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like but I hope most they don't. of it. Yeah. <laughs> most of people. So. To, to think about that, do, do you think being in an open relationship, like you said, made making decisions easier for you, more flexible lifestyles, like, or, like, I didn't change it, anything? No, I think it's helped help a lot, indeed, because, I don't know, some, everyone says that whenever you're, my girlfriend's in Brazil right now, so we have a long distance open relationship, right, and people, it's, so many topics to talk about it. <laughs> the first yeah. thing is like even though my generation it's more open for example I my sister found out that I have an open relationship like two months ago mm-hmm. and she literally freaked out because like oh my god if the other the rest of the family want to do that I never will do that for my life and it's fine you know you don't, yeah, need, you don't need to do that I don't know why people feel so endangered by gay marriages mm-hmm. or open relationships it's I, I want to do my that option, it doesn't you know, mean you yeah. have to do it <laughs> yeah, you know like, I'm fine with me going out with other people and with her going out with other people. You don't mm-hmm. need to do that for yourself. Yeah. And doesn't mean that I want to do that with everyone I see in the streets, by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it's just... People are, people are, I think that's the problem with any kind of judgment is that they're so scared that it will affect them, but it doesn't. It if, really doesn't. Yeah, it's, if it's your friend your is life. gay, he don't want to kiss you. You know, it's, yeah. it's different things. Like, he like men's. He don't like all men. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, it doesn't mean that like you need to marry a female just because your some, friend's gay. You yeah, know, like, he will not attack you in the shower room or anything like that. He, I know exactly, but and the thing is, I think for women, when you're in open relationship, I wonder if she feels like um, 
comparison to her, you know, like maybe because I would if I if I were now that I see in every episode Emma talks about yeah she is yeah I I realized I I didn't know I was but it's it's, but but it's vice versa you know he can compare himself because she also she's in no poor relationship as well. But it's not about that. But it's taking the steps. Emma means it's also about when you're younger, I think, and you're afraid of not satisfying your partner. Yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. talked. I talked with you again about that today, uh-huh. because I don't know when you're younger, you have like your first. What's the name when your dick don't come up? <laughs> Erection. Erection fail and. <laughs> okay. How did we get here? No, right. because we were talking about we that. Get, uh-huh. like, and you feel like. The, the main problem when you're failing, failing bad, like Aspas, I don't know the name in Aspas in English. Like we were talking about is, how society gives pressure to men to get erected every, like every time when they are having sexual... Yeah, but with women it's just by loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, not only that, what I'm, what I'm trying to get is... I mean, they have Viagra now. <laughs> when you, you fail in bed, you don't get an erection in bed, you can satisfy your girlfriend or your boyfriend in yeah, several obviously. other ways. And uh-huh. I think that's what you don't think when you try to compare yourself. If your partner is satisfied with you, it's whatever. He want. I hope that she's getting satisfied with other people as well. Because mm-hmm. fuck with someone that don't satisfy you. Carol told me about, a lot about that. That she goes out with boys and they just come selfish. and it's over, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, and Some lovers can, are selfish. It's and it's... Yeah. I get, like, what the fuck, you know? Like... Yeah, Sex it's it's about both. being secure about your sexuality and, and your like experiences and also skills we can say sexual skills and I think that's when you don't compare yourself with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you you know that your partner is happy with you and um, like being an open relationship it doesn't mean that you love Everyone that you are dating or going out with yeah, or yeah, fucking yeah. with, you know? And you can love, it's fine. Yeah, you know? that's what I was going to say. But it doesn't mean that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the other no. person love is different yeah. or it's lessening. Yeah. Yeah. What I was going to say is that I, I, I'm I in a, this gray zone of I don't know if I like monogamy or not. Because honestly, I've never been in a committed monogamous relationship. And I keep thinking all the time it's because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't want this person to have so much importance in my life or I don't know what it is but also I cannot imagine just liking one person and from that moment everybody else like shouldn't matter I keep saying to myself if you haven't met the, that person yet who's gonna just you're gonna like so much that yeah. you won't be able to think about other people but at this point of my life I really cannot imagine just liking one person that, that's another thing I think uh, stopping so many people from trying new relationships, you know, mm-hmm. because you don't want to commit to someone, you are scared of that, yeah. and uh, that's why you don't even start, or you don't even take a step, because of the monogamous idea that you need to yeah. just yes. stuck with one person. And you're going to get married and everything else. I think I'm... I'm after I moved to Hungary, I'm, I'm getting very grateful for my culture, actually, because we have a lot of this thing of, like, you can just be dating it's not dating we have a word specific word for that like staying with someone and it's like you kind of have a boyfriend or a girlfriend without any responsibility like yours it's not an open relationship it's not a relationship it's just like 
you guys go out sometimes, you guys kiss or you guys fuck, you guys have fun, and you go home and he or she is not your responsibility at all, you know? Like, I, think zero I, think, I think that's why monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. Like you like to cuddle with the person and you like not to, responsible for anything. You're just mm -hmm. you, yeah, exactly. You don't have like to pay her bills. Oh my god, I need to I need to move to Brazil. <laughs> problem sometimes i like the guy so much i i love it maybe like i love them i love spending time with them but then it's like i'm done now we spend time <laughs> we hung out we fuck you do whatever you know but but now i just want to go back to my life without you having an yeah, effect yeah. on it mm -hmm. yeah yes. my watch has ended yeah <laughs> it's like now you you go do your thing i will go do my thing and, and i don't want to be responsible for texting how... For the worrying, like, for, or for like saying where are you, or for them being like, oh, did you fuck that person, or did you go out Doesn't without matter, me, you, you know? know? Yeah, I, I just don't want that. It's not your problem. That's like, how whatever. a lot of relationships fail, you know, because they spend too many times or get infused, they get so similar, they don't even have their own interests or own life anymore. That the life that is just fucking sucks. It is. It is how yeah. I a for lot example, of goes. yeah. For me, the scariest thing back in Turkey for me it was like, oh, uh, I will meet with his friends and he will meet with my friend yes, and I won't and have my will be too attached, yeah, and I won't have my bubble that I'm feeling comfortable and like say okay. It doesn't mean that oh I won't feel comfortable with my boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. But I wanna have my own friendships and like my close friends should be just my close friends, not him. And I wanna be able to go get a drink at the like bar without telling you. Oh, I'm going to get a yeah. drink at the bar because I need to because I would feel guilty if I don't tell you. You know. And yeah, we we actually have a copy mechanism for that. But whenever we met someone's like it's not a problem matching someone's friends of someone that you're going out. But you know that's like these those are her friends. You know, mm -hmm. like you go there, have fun and stuff. But when you go home, you have your own friends. And if this ends at some point, you will not text them. You know, yeah, like yeah. they're kind of whatever. Yeah. And you may be friends with them. Oh, that's also another at the attachment because when you break up with someone, doesn't mean that your lives must split away. You know, yeah, like yeah. you can't have the yeah, friends. You exactly. can't have any, no. It's just someone That's that you don't fuck movies. anymore. <laughs> She's dating someone else, you will date someone else, and it life keeps going. You know? But you know, I got really offended, for example, when I stopped seeing th this guy, you know, and he texted you and he was like, do you want to come to my concert? And I was like, don't invite my friend! He is my friend! What the fuck? You know, I but because you had a, like, a hard break, you know, like you didn't... It's not, have no, it's not about that, it's about that you're my friend! You shouldn't hang out with him, you're my friend! <laughs> You are jealous, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous of, for, for you, you know, because you're my friend. I don't know, I think that's a shitty move. Yeah, it maybe. Is. <laughs> but it's fine. It's the but way. he didn't say, oh, Farah shouldn't come with you. True. Still, doesn't, I, I, don't, I, do, I do not, see, that's the thing. I, I'm always scared of monogamy and relationships for that sense, exactly. Yeah. I introduce these people to my life and they start to mean shit to me, you know, yeah. and then... Me and you, I, I feel like a lot of people stay in relationships just for that reason because their life would be too complicated if yes, they start yes, to exactly. do separate lives. Yes, so like so many, I know so many people <laughs> who should break up. Who should break up? <laughs> name but, them, name them. I know, but they are so like you know they are so dependent on each other. Even their social life are so yeah. dependent. So they are just like need to keep going with them. You know.
Yeah. For five years and blah 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 blah. For the whole marriage. Yeah. <laughs> and when I think we think about open relationship, it's it's hard because think people think that open relationship is just like a couple that can date other people, but it's a huge spectrum of stuff. So many people. I yes. I know. I've watched so many videos about this because I was I'm curious. You know, I'm trying to find <laughs> what better suits my life because I haven't found it yet. And they find out that. A lot of couples, what they do is when they got to the point that you can say is they open the relationship because they cannot stand other people. Like they cannot stand the partner anymore, so they say like, "Oh, I think I need to date other people because she That's don't want you anymore, or he don't want yeah. you anymore, and they don't want to break up because the families are too attached or the friends are too attached." And that's not the point. The point of open relationship is you are with someone that you really like and you wanna, but you still. I'm interested in other people and you're being honest with your partner like ooh you know I really like you but I went to this party and I saw this very hot girl and I want to kiss her you know yeah. and your partner said like yeah exactly. oh we can try to do that one day and I can come to the party with you and you can kiss her and I can check how I feel or she can say like oh no I cannot see it but if you want to go and do it for me it's fine there's this boy that I also want to kiss so we can Try to make like matching dates, and you go to one corner, I go to other, and no yeah, one get yeah. jealous. And it's a huge construction. I I tried the casual dating where both of you see other people, and that did not bother me one bit. It was the most fun time of my life. And some people need to because you had because you had the comfort of knowing you can always go back to that one person. But yeah. also, if you liked someone somehow at a party one time, you you knew that you were not yeah. like. I'm not hurting anyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But part. but the t- the part is, you need to like make it clear that obviously there are jealousy. Yes, mm-hmm. there you is know? jealous a lot, a lot, a lot. Obviously, you need to work but a lot you you need to like the 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 thing is you respect each other in a way that. You see the growth of it inside yeah. the relationship, and obviously not every couple can open their relationship exactly. because yeah, it's not for everybody. Yeah. We're not saying yeah. for people on the podcast yeah, yeah. like oh, monogamy yeah. is dead. Open yeah, relationships exactly. is I'm the only nice thing. No, it's not true. If you like being monogamous and obsessed with your partner, go for it. Yeah, I just hope that's I'm, your I'm... wife as well. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I'm I'm trying to clear the air for like not having because we know you and we know what you're thinking, but other people doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's obviously a process of time that you build the relationship, and then like obviously you will get After comfortable inside it mm-hmm. and, and blah 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 blah. Yeah. And it's not something that comes easy. Like I had an open relationship before, and it was very bad. And my girlfriend also had like previous open relationships, and it's not something like oh I found out someone I have an open relationship and you marry this person forever. No, it's still a relationship and you can break up. Mm-hmm. I like, think if you have a good foundation for your relationship and you trust it, yeah, other yeah. other people would and not think, affect it. So it is much. really like a skill, you know. You have to hone it. You need to practice, and then you and experience. And break the social yeah. barriers. Yeah. Like, Forget that you're in a phallocentric uh, society. Don't forget that you're in a phallocentric It's hard society. to get inside your own ego, you know, when you comes to relationship. And yeah. If you think but of also, possession I, I, of someone. I, I uh, read about other, like, types of open relationships where the couple do sleep with other people, but, uh, like, they only sleep together. Like, they're a couple and they bring someone mm-hmm. to yeah, them. Yeah. To, and then, so, for, for example, so like some, some couples are more comfortable with the person joining them than their partner fucking with other people without them, you know? Uh, yeah, it's it's like the TV show, Me, You, Her. Yes. 
in Netflix. Should I watch that? Is it good? No. The first season is very good. Like it explains in a nice way. First I think the first season is very good. Yeah. The other two is just complementary, like the yeah, same yeah. story repeating and repeating. And Basically, what we're saying is, you f- you do you you found your thing that you like. You shouldn't just be attached to this idea of a marriage and and, and whatever society says is the norm. And you talk. want to f- fuck yeah. a third, fourth, seventh person in the same bed with your partner. <laughs> go for it. If you just want to have a separate, open relationships, go for it. Like, it's just that. Monogamy is so stupid when it's for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. When you want to commit to someone just because society says commitment is the only mm-hmm. way to build a serious relationship. It's not just because you want that person only like that person. And talk. Cheating is not open relationship. Cheating is cheating. <laughs> yeah, cheating is cheating. Yeah, yeah if you're the other person don't know what you're doing, like... If you didn't agree of going out and the person said, okay, I can do it and you can go, I go. You don't need to talk about what happened if you don't want, but you need to talk. It's not something that you yeah. just go and fuck. When, when I was seeing this guy, I remember like when we'd meet, I'd tell him like, oh, I went on a date last week with this person or like I saw, I met with this guy at a bar, na, na, na. And at first it was weird for him, but when he saw that I was sharing these things, he started sharing and I was like, oh yeah, me too. Actually, the other week I saw this person, but in the beginning he was really uncomfortable with it. But I think if you just try with people and you communicate with them and you show them that you're not being judgmental, you're just telling your truth and you're open to their idea of truth, like just like talk. Yes. And try to be open when someone talks about that. I know that in the beginning you get jealous and... I don't Everything think I'm a jealous has, person. I know, but some people. Oh, you some just people need to be really in it, and then you'll yes. realize. <laughs> Actually, maybe because I was never in it, that's why I was yeah. never jealous. That's exactly what I thought too, because I thought I would never be jealous. You know, what's the reason to be jealous? That's so stupid to be jealous. You know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But then. But then you actually like someone yep. so much yep. and you're like, oh, no, 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 I'm not touching anyone. No, no, yeah. <laughs> not that, but like, you know, I, I haven't had that yet, so I cannot give my opinion and on I that. And I think when you get jealous, the best thing to do is just fucking hold your horses. Don't say anything. Say like, okay, I need to think about it. Yeah, exactly. You house, have to reflect. You have room, to reflect. Sit yeah. your floor and that, That's like, the lesson, you know. You shouldn't react on the emotion. Am I jealous because like, Never. why? Why I'm jealous, you know? <laughs> you know, if I'm jealous, I'm just gonna be like, fuck the shit out of them this episode is so and not safe for work you know nsfw <laughs> we need to put it as a disclaimer a lot of talk about fuck it in this episode yeah. but i i i think if i get jealous i'll just like go for it with, with that person be like so do you still think other people would be better and if they say yes i'll just need to work on it like on my own like, <laughs> like okay maybe i wasn't as better. good as i thought i was yeah. you know and not necessarily think like someone is better than you. It's completely different. You are human being, and we are not. Yeah, I think you. We are st- not birds. Yeah, you, sh- you just still need. You do. You feel like you need other you people. See and if like, they say yes, you cannot force them to be with you. Committed and monogamous. Yeah. And maybe it's not for you, and you tell your partner like it doesn't work for me, and the, your partner will decide if it's for him. Give up of other people to stay with you. Or if he or she cannot handle that, then you should break up. I think that's the thing. A lot of a lot of people like feel things or like have fears and stuff, but they don't talk about it with their partner, uh-huh. and, and they don't give their partner the option to try to fix it 
or yeah. to find a solution yeah. or to like uh, talk about it they don't yeah. give them the option they just are in this torment on their own and they're sad on their own and jealous on their own and their partner has no idea and then the relationships keeps getting like more fucked up more fucked up because nobody is telling the other person how they're feeling yeah we were we were talking about this and uh, like before i don't know which episode was it but it's again i want to repeat like um making the expectations expectations clear yes to your partner and is you the want. most important mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. like what what you actually want what what are you jealous of or what you are expecting in the future from this relationship obviously in some step you need to do that like i'm not telling not you out date. of nowhere <laughs> I, i like it on the first date i really like it on the first date yeah. you just sit down on your first date and you're like oh i, I really like this date and, and then whatever and you just are like okay so what do you actually want in life that was my case yeah, that's, on my first yeah date, that, you know? that's so important as well but that's another thing i'm talking about another thing you know uh-huh. uh, like uh in the first date i also believe that you should decide oh if if it's just a one night stand or or if it's just fuck body thing or he's ex- actually looking for serious stuff mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. blah 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 i believe that's really important to give some signals from the at beginning least. yeah from the beginning yeah because not nobody day, like not on the first day i have deadline day. bitch just <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And it's not ever nothing is like don't waste people's time. <laughs> yeah. It's not even like you can be sincere from the first date saying like okay, I just want like a fuck buddy right now, but maybe in the future you, you want a boyfriend or you want to get married and can be with this person. So you can be honest all the time. Yeah. If changes stuff change inside of you, you can tell your partner. It's not yeah. because you're trying to change your relationship that you don't need to. It should be, it's the same, right? If you're in an open relationship and then you, you're like, oh, actually this whole date and other people thing is just too much for me right now and I and I want only you and I only want to pay attention to you, let's close it again. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, right? That's the thing. And the same thing is like, oh, I'm falling in love for other people and I start to want to have a relationship with other people. It's also saying doesn't mean that you want to break up. You're talking to the person. I see that. I don't understand. Why not? Because I, no, I get it. For for me, mm-hmm. for me, I don't think it will be possible for me to be committed to two people just because I cannot commit. Maybe, <laughs> but I do not see myself committed. Yeah, to me neither. A lot of because people. it's too much time consuming for me. And like it's already uh, like. Having one pe- one person in my life is too much. It's <laughs> too much. Like I don't know. It's like really time time consuming, and I don't know how separate. How can I separate my life to oh, like life. Yeah. three people? I think or I think like for me it's the, it's the I can only fuck with other. It's people, the I being think. emotionally vulnerable. I can do it for one person if I really like them, but it, I opening yourself to get hurt. Yeah. by more than one person mm-hmm. is too much of a risk for me but w- the for good me, part of me. being a, in an open relationship or in a polygamic relationship is that the same thing you said before you know you always have your lighthouse you have someone that's supporting you and if you fall in love with someone else and this person hurts you you still have your back backup, <laughs> backup oh plan oh. it's not as your I, I backup plan for but me, because you are like I, i mean like i love care of course and Shout out. whenever whenever she she's like feeling sad about any boy or anything like that and someone broke her heart mm. she calls me and we talk and she does the same for me and that, it's not something great. that i don't love her but 
relationships is a lot of like friendships as well, you know? Yes. And we were talking you can about have that the other day. A lot day. of friends. We were talking about that the other day, how breaking up for me, the whole idea of breaking up is devastating and heartbreaking. Not not just bec- not because you're losing a boyfriend or like a constant fuck uh, like supplier. <laughs> fuck Dick supplier. Dick supplier. <laughs> it's not about that. It's about losing a friend. For mm. me, friendship breakups are the most devastating yeah. thing. Yeah, it's it's not about the relationship. It's not about losing your partner. It's about losing a friend, a huge part of your life. It's exactly like losing a partner, not your boyfriend. You're yeah, losing yeah. your partner. You were there like together. Your partner, for yeah. And if I have more than one, and and I'm like. Yeah. Being hurt by more than one person is too much of a risk for me and a pain. Yeah, I think it depends on a person that I find on the way, you know, in open relationship. Because I cannot just love a random person like next to my boyfriend that I have for a long time, you know. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. I don't know. I... I think it's also like I would compare them as well because <laughs> I I have this thing I compare people which is so wrong but I I do it in my you know this, You know what I thought of you know how in our culture in our religion it's um men can marry four women mm-hmm. yeah. and the one condition that is in our religion in our book is that God only allows you to marry these four ladies if you are able to treat the four of them completely equal. equal. Mm-hmm. Because a polygamous relationship exists in Islam. Mm-hmm. Obviously, exists in only guy is allowed to have mm-hmm. four women, not the opposite way. Wow! Surprise! <laughs> surprise! Surprise! <laughs> but, but it exists, and the only condition, the only religious condition for it is that you treat the four of them the same exact way. So oh, they're, yeah. they're equal, yeah. you know? I don't know if you about that. Th- that's the only condition in Islam for being able to marry four women. It's illegal in my country. Don't worry about it. It's illegal in my country. Nobody does it. And we don't support it, by the way. We are just trying to explain. Yeah, we, I'm just, I just thought of the concept that polygamy, polygamy exists in Islam in a really sexist way, but anyway, and exists and the conditions that you treat the four of them equally. And I think I cannot do polygamy because I cannot treat them equally. It's also the problem you say that you are afraid of commitment. For example, Carol is far That's more me, open yeah. to like. <laughs> Carol likes to go out and meet someone and just fuck. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm far more involved with people. I like to build relationships. I like to build connections. Yeah. Yes, and I enjoy so much when you meet someone and you know when you feel the words appear and you can talk about like your and they challenge tell you things problem. And you're like, Damn, oh yes, exactly. And, you yeah, know, they start like, to say things and you're like, uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. And, and you feel like, oh. It's magical. It's a magical connection immediately. And I'm like, oh, I fall in love immediately. And for me, it's such an amazing feeling. And I think that's why I'm I'm not afraid of, like, polygamy. But uh-huh. for other people, it's not this way. Like, Carol don't like that much this. She likes more, like, superficial relationship with other people. Yeah. And yeah. it's... Like everybody yeah. is different just basically do whatever floats your boats be happy you should be your own priority in life that's Honestly. the quote of this yeah. can you can you wrap this the don't up. Bob Marley is sponsored don't worry be happy yeah <laughs> no I, I want to wrap it up because I really need to be me too yeah, okay me too. Uh, <laughs> then Let's say goodbye to everyone. Thanks for listening. I hope you had some different ideas about like 
in in general. Yeah. Sorry for yeah. Just like love it, love it. love everybody, love each other, accept everybody's different way of life. I really I really wish the planet was just like this colorless planet where nobody gives a shit about the other person's race and nobody gives a shit about the other person's like sexual orientation and just everybody Or lifestyle in yeah, general. Yeah, lifestyle just do whatever Joanna. you want. Yeah. <laughs> but most importantly, most importantly, you most importantly, you have to love, love yourself. Love yourself first. <laughs> so love you can love other else. people. Love yourself a lot. And yes. love the others as much as you love you. And yes. everything will be fine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, cheers to that. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.